0: Welcome to episode two. And this is the start. This is when we've got the guests. Little me now can just ask the questions and enjoy it. Although, it was juicy. Very juicy. Oh, oh, what's taking over me? Quite sure. I'm feeling a bit fantastic. Without further ado, Let's have a look at this business. Roll titles. Let's create. Hello and welcome to Let's Create the Photography Show. Ladies and gentlemen, here we are. We're starting a new project. It's Let's Create the Photography Show. And we're kicking it off big style. Well, I think I'm kicking it off big style with a very, very special guest. And here we have
1: Gavin, Gavin Hardcastle. Uh, I, think, I think maybe there's been a mistake because I, I thought this was Gary oh. Goff. I thought I was going to get interviewed by Gary Goff.
0: Oh, uh, oh, well.
1: I, I would never have agreed to this. If, Ga- I thought you Ga- was a just bit, a warm up act. Ga- Gary's a bit taller than me. No. Well, I thought you were gonna like do an intro for him, and then you'd you'd disappear, and then Gary'd oh, show. Well, well, no, it's just it's just me, and me. <sighs> me, and God you, sake. bro. <laughs> well, let's just do it anyway then, because like I've, I've, you know, I've I've did, brushed I've my thought... teeth and everything, so we might as well just do it. I've got some posh biscuits. So you got you got posh biscuits. What's in there? Look at these. Look at that. Is that shortbread?
0: Shortbread and there's coconut ones as well. Look at oh. These. Even got sugar on top.
1: That's cruel because you know yeah. I can't get that here in Canada.
0: Look that's... even though, look at the scene. Any that looks like a scene from Iceland. Most photographers
1: would pay money for go there in a workshop. I'm just thinking about the biscuits. Uh that's quite cruel of you. Uh, Gary wouldn't have done that. No, because Gary'd have vetting them all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they, they wouldn't be there, they'd be gone. How's doing anyway? Good to see you, man. It's been. Good. A, yeah, it's been a long yeah. time since I've got to ask you this because uh, I'm not very forthright. And I thought, do you know what? 2021, what's the worst can happen?
1: Gavin tells me to it, it, You know, a lot of people are saying this on social media, you know, it can't get any worse. I, I Stop saying that because it really could, you know. It's predicted so, but let's... aliens. Let's focus on the positive. Let's yes, let's try I and agree. put positive vibes out there and hope that it is going to be a better year. I, I'm I'm definitely excited for twenty twenty one. I've got some big plans, so yeah. we'll we'll see. I think it's gonna yeah. be good. Very excited indeed. Um there's a lot to be done.
0: It never stops, so it doesn't matter what gets thrown at us, just keep going, me. Hundred mile an hour. That's the way
1: that, have you prepared some original questions for oh. this? Oh, yes, very Very original. They're all classy, though. Well, uh, uh,
0: there was a bit about War of the Roses because we are over one side of the Pennines. Well, you're not now, so that was one of my questions, was how did you end up in Vancouver?
1: Mm, Well, Vancouver Island. Um, Well, I I came out here in 2006 to visit my my cousin Dave, and I'd seen it on, on TV as a, you know, possible destination for for where expats might want to end up and it looked beautiful so so yeah. I thought I'll come and check it out you know and that was at a time when I was traveling a lot checking out the world in general and I came to see my cousin Dave who lived in Comox here on the island and I I just I just loved the island I just loved the lifestyle I loved uh, I just loved how beautiful it was and the people the people were really nice yeah. So I always wanted to get out of the UK. I always it was always an ambition to to live in a different country. And you know, I don't speak any other languages. And so, you know, you're kind of limited to the colonies, aren't you? What what they call the colonies, uh Australia, New Zealand, yes. the States, you know, all that. Yeah. So Canada, it was, and I, I had family in Canada anyway. So it just seemed like the the perfect choice. And it, it was oh. just the best move I ever made, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't. I don't want a whole bunch of more Brits to come and move <laughs> here. You know, it's bad enough having Adam. You know, half an hour away, and
0: Bri and a couple
1: of yeah, others Brian's that keeps the, popping in, up in yeah. Vancouver. So it's you know, it's it. There's too many British landscape photographers on Vancouver Island. But but who knows? I mean, it might not necessarily be where I end up. You know, I have been looking at um, possible other countries to to live. You know, maybe I, maybe I'd learn Spanish. Yeah, and go down and live somewhere in Central America or South America, so that you know the the book is not been completed in terms of my book of life. Yes, so we'll we'll see what happens. But yeah, as as a country, it's uh, you know it's it's pretty good. Yeah. Now we don't we don't have the history uh, like historical monuments that that you've got over there in the UK. Yeah, but we do have a lot of natural beauty, and it, it seems a lot easier to access in terms of you know driving and distances like if you live in the uk the, the concept of driving three hours south well the reality is that could take you nine hours because of the traffic right yeah whereas here you know if if google maps says three hours it's probably going to be three hours you know so in that regard it, it feels a bit easier to access the natural beauty but i definitely miss the history that you have in the UK. I mean, how many castles do you think you've got? Oh God, I used to know this
0: answer. It's probably a couple of thousand. It's a but lot. Well, I
1: don't. Yeah, I don't know if it's
0: that many, but um... yeah, including Scotland, Wales. That was one of my next questions. So you, you're leading me. I think you were on this, the right path here because from Vancouver Island, from the Yorkshire Hills, or where you resided from he's like was photography there when you was a kid when you was a lad you know when you was younger back in this country
1: yeah I mean it was there but it was not something really that I was into um my my first taste of actual proper photography was black and white 35 millimeter when I was in art college as a teenager in in Huddersfield yeah and um you know we just shot black and white and we we you know went into the dark room did our own our own development and it was It was part of that um, that alchemy and that ritual and that romance that film photography is. Yeah. But I never touched it for for decades uh, from from that point. You know, after after I left college, I never touched it because music was was everything. You know, that's all I had Mm -hmm. time for was music. But then, you know, I picked it up in the in what was I was it 2010? I think I really started to take it seriously, and and then you know it just took over my life. It was just like this is what I've got to do. This is all yeah. I want to do. And it, yeah. and that fire, I, I would say it's, it's got even brighter as time's gone on, you know, it's not yeah. diminished. Yeah. And so I hope it continues like that, but you know, who knows, maybe, maybe it'll, maybe it'll fade like my, my, I wouldn't say my love of music fade faded, but my drive to continue making music definitely faded. Yeah. But with, with the photography thing, there's so much more to it because, it gets you out in nature. It, it reconnects you with nature. It, it gets you doing what you love, which is just good for your your health. It's good for your soul. Yeah. Whereas, like when I was writing music for a living, you're trapped inside this soundproof studio, right? Yeah. You yeah. are completely. You shut the windows. You shut the doors because the last thing you want is sound to come in and ruin your mix. And so it's very sort of insular and very, very locked off. You your your connection with nature is completely severed. Mm-hmm. You know, and after 20 years of doing that, I, I needed it. I needed, I, I craved it, you know? Yeah, so yeah. when I wasn't working in the studio, I would travel, yeah. you know, and then photography would would kind of get me to do things I otherwise wouldn't do. I otherwise wouldn't hike to the top of that mountain, you know, or take this, you know, kayaking trip or whatever. It, it pushes you out of your comfort zone. It, it, it kind does. of, wouldn't I wouldn't say forces you to do adventurous things, but you just, you desire to do adventurous things when you are a passionate landscape photographer. And so yeah. that that was kind of like a, a sort of abridged version of, of my journey and and where it took me. And I'm I'm hoping that it continues, you know, and that I get many more decades of even maybe ramping things up a little bit. You know, my 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 dream is that if I was to, you know, really get successful at what I do with with the channel and everything, yeah. is if I was to be making very serious money, I can tell you right now, most of that would be spent on just creating better content. It would be spent on higher production values. It would be spent on going to locations that right now are just, you know, physically or financially impossible to reach. Yeah. So everything yeah. would just get better and better and better. And that's if I was rich, that's how I would spend a lot of my money is is just experiencing as much as I could. Yeah, totally so when, agree. Who knows? That's that could be a long time off. Might never happen. But uh, even if it just stayed where 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 it is right now, uh, I'd be very happy with that. Yeah, yeah. You're doing very well,
0: very well. Um, in what I've been writing down and thinking about, I was going to talk to you today uh, with the community of photographers and the way you've affected people, not infected, affected <laughs> people. You've changed. The face of photography. I, there's a there's a key amount of people I have um, that I really look to and respect. Yourself, um, Adam, Tom, Nick, and you're all together on the F4. Greg producing the quality from Cameron, and, and then <laughs> seeing that happen over three four years because. I've got a question here that goes back to when the photogasm started. And you mentioned about traveling in Vancouver, but I watched the Crystal Mill adventure again. And the one thing that stood out to me about you early on, and it's something that I, I, I struggle with, is getting in the car and knocking 9, 10, 15 hours out driving across the country to get to this location. What you absolutely smashed and you didn't have it easy. It was weather was so bad your microphones were getting wet you couldn't record you couldn't do the tutorial and uh, I wondered would you revisit these places are, are you thinking you would revisit say crystal Mill, or what are your thoughts on revisiting places because you mentioned about keeping the fire alive I guess the other question I've got is other countries but where you are now would you reconsider
1: revisiting well, the thing is, you know, even in the UK for you and here for me in BC, I don't know if you've looked at it on a map, but if you, if you just look at it on Google maps or, or whatever, some satellite software, yeah, you, if you lived to be a, a thousand years old <laughs> yeah. and all that you ever did was explore that coastline, you would still not see everything. Yeah. There's so much, yeah. you know, unexplored scenery. West coast. That, Looks it's just, it's just endless. So, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I actually don't need to revisit uh, a lot of the places that I've been to, cause there's still so much more to see, but would I revisit? Yeah, of course I would. There's no way I could ever, if I was anywhere near the crystal mill, let's just say I was, I just happened to be traveling through Colorado yeah. and I was anywhere near that. Of course I'd, I'd have to go there. I'd just have to make sure I have a, a better vehicle because uh, that road is, is one of the <laughs> worst roads you could have a drive on it's horrendous um, yeah, yeah I wouldn't but like what a that. what a scene i mean like yeah. just a place like that it's just it's a landscape photographer's wet dream yes. literally yes
0: it's original to me as well the the location with that wooden uh, kind of mill <laughs> that to me that scene is something that you should... I could watch that over and over and think that's incredible. What a place! And it's
1: and it's it's decaying rapidly, so it's yeah. not going to be there forever, right? It's yeah. you know, um, th- this is something else that I've talked about in vlogs, and it's definitely something that I I see a lot in BC because we have uh, an ever-changing landscape. We have ever-changing conditions. We have storms that can wreck a forest. We have you know tides that can completely change a coastline it's easy to, you know, as a landscape photographer, you make your list. I'm pretty sure anyone who's listening to this podcast or watching this video, if you decide to put it out as a video, we all have a list, right? We all have this list that we compile, you know, you see stuff online and you're like, oh, I love that. And you add it to your list, you paste it in, you know, I'll I'll get there one day. And there's this assumption that it'll still be there by the time you get round to it that it'll still look kind of like the images that you've seen that your expectation of what you'll get when you get there can be met and i've found more and more especially doing things like you said going back to certain locations is yeah you can go back i mean some of some of the pl- I, I was in port renfrew yesterday yeah you've probably seen shots of mine and adams of that little fairy tree yeah. uh, on that lake well i was there yesterday it's gone it was completely submerged. It was under five feet of water. In fact, I was almost driving across that lake. The water levels were so high. But, I mean, I'm hoping that when the water levels go down, it's, it's fine. I'm yeah. sure it's had this many times during its, its life. Yeah. But the assumption that things are going to stay the same, <clears throat> even for 10, 20 years, it, you know, we're, we're deluding ourselves. And so, we, we, you know, if, if you really have a passion to get to a location do it while it's still there, because it might not even be there next year. You know. Yeah,
0: this is true. Yeah, make a move now. We'll always make the
1: move. Well, yeah. you know, when you can travel. Uh, do you want a posh biscuit? Of course I want a posh biscuit, but, yeah, you know, try. I'm not going to get it through the screen, am I? We can try, yeah. <laughs> <God.
0: clears throat>
1: no, I'm, try- I'm trying to lose my Christmas pounds, so uh, the biscuits yeah. have been Snap. banned.
0: Uh, yeah, well... They- these were given to me my, by my children earlier, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll let Gavin have one. I'll taunt him with them. Yeah, I'm trying to lay off them. Uh, yeah. But uh, what's the hardest place you've ever had to shoot? What You know, we've really struggled and thought, shit, why have I come here? And it might not even be famous. It could just be a place that no one knows, but you <clears> think, I'm going to get something. <clears throat> well,
1: it was yesterday. It was... Uh, right. I, I was in uh, Avatar Grove. It's in Port Renfrew. Uh, well, I, I was in the Avatar Grove and the surrounding uh, forested area. There's a few miles of really nice forests there. And the, the rains were unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. It was like Noah's Ark needed to be built. Oof. And um, so you've got like a forest that's a sloped forest where you hardly ever see that much running water. And all of a sudden, the whole forest is transformed into a waterfall. There's just waterfalls everywhere, pouring around every single tree. And it was just a spectacular sight, you know, because, you know, it's unusual. You don't really see that 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 often. And I worked for hours. I, you know, I was climbing up here and over there and in rivers, standing in rivers and just completely drenched, utterly soaked. And I never got my camera out of the bag, not once. Because I, I just couldn't find it. I just couldn't see the composition. There was so much, everything was so complicated. Everything was so messy. And I think we we all suffer from this pressure to just create something from absolute chaos just because it's beautiful to the naked eye. That doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that you, you can frame up a, a composition that will do it justice. Sometimes you just, just stop. And just witness the moment. And, yeah. you know, you have this kind of internal war where you're kind of like, wow, I'm so glad I drove six hours today because I got to see that. But then on the other side, you're kind of pissed off because you didn't take a single image and you failed, right? Yeah, I'll But it's yeah. it's kind of like, it's the wrong way to look at it, I think, because yeah. at the end of the day, you know, I went out there with Amanda and when we were driving back, she says, I had a brilliant day. Oh, and and yeah. she stood in the rain completely getting drenched she had a brilliant day. And and my sort of initial reaction was, well, you know, I kind of failed, you know, but then I thought to myself, did, did I have a good day? And I did, I I really had a good day. And I I got to see something that living on this Island for 13 years, I've never seen that. So yeah, yesterday was, was one of the hardest things, but you know, a lot of it's about this sort of expectations versus reality. And I'm actually going to do a video about this soon because I've had so many failed shoots recently where, And you'll know this, where you start filming, and everything's yeah. looking promising, right? So you do the the whole thing where you film B-roll. Here's me hiking along. Yeah, off we go. We're having an adventure. Yeah. Film, film a few silly moments, and then you get there. It's like, oh wow, this is fantastic. And you know, you set up your camera. And just last week, I was on one of the Gulf Islands, and I'd done all of this work, right? This is my second attempt get into this place and it's a real pain to get to it's not easy yeah i get there we're up at 5 a.m we're hiking through the dark it's very dangerous hiking it's slimy rocks we get to this spot i've already framed up this composition from my first visit so i knew exactly what i wanted to get and i'm looking at the the tiny little gap on the horizon so the sky is completely full of cloud right and there's a tiny gap on the horizon that's every that's every sunrise you know it's our dream right that's what we want we know those clouds are going to light up yeah and I'm talking to the camera oh I think it's going to (laughs) happen I think we're going to get it and it started to bloom it's like oh my god and then it just died just just like that and so even though I am very experienced at, at facing failure for sunrises. I just had this expectation. I just had this belief that it was going to absolutely kick off. And this was going to be one of the best shots of my life and probably the best vlog ever. Yeah. No, the reality is it was garbage. And it was, it was a complete letdown and it was a a waste of time, money, and effort uh, in terms of, you know, productivity, but we have this expectation. We, We have this belief, even though we have experience that tells us otherwise, it's going to happen. Tomorrow it's going to happen. I'm going to get the conditions that I'm dreaming for and you get there and you fail. And it happens over and over and over again, but there is something inside of us. (laughs) We call it self delusion. I don't know what you want to call it, but there is something inside of us that makes us keep going. Going, Yeah. We, We keep trying it, you know, and, um, I can't I can't explain what that is but yeah I think I'm going to do this video it's, it's it's just going to show and I also did that you know that whole um when when Saturn and Jupiter aligned did that a lot what the great conjunction was it called? Conjunction, yeah Christmas star even though I knew my image was going to be crap even though I looked on Stellarium and you could see their simulation of oh, yeah. zoom right in yeah it's pretty disappointing yeah I still thought it was going to look like something out of a science fiction movie where, yeah. you know, the planets Blowing just colors. fill the frame yeah, and it's yeah. just epic. And so I went and I, <laughs> and I shot it and it was pathetic. You know, it was just the worst shot ever. So I don't know. I'm thinking I'll put these together and just sort of show yeah. people, okay, here, here's my expectation. Yes. And here's what I actually got. What you it know. actually looks like. But, yeah. But like yeah. I say, we, we, we just keep on going, don't we? And for those one in 10 moments, yeah. where it is perfect oh man that that high yeah i can be on a high for days after a killer shot even when it's not in your mind yes there's some there's something about those elevated serotonin levels that just you know it just stays in your system for days and you're just happy yeah. and it's okay i finally my uh my reality did meet my expectation the resonance of it you
0: just feel it for days after you do. and uh see i'm a I'm a turd polisher. So when I go out, everything's wonderful. I'm a bit, you know, like a goldfish. Oh, look at that. It's a cloud. Oh, it's another cloud. Wow, look at that. Like, it's another cloud. <laughs> it's just, well, as long as you're happy, then that's, that's a, good, isn't well, it? Well, say it. it's a constant, like, um, a feed off nature because I think I'm not going to get it. I know, I know where I am and I know that I've got to make the most out of where I am. And uh, sometimes the failures... People don't see them because I'm still happy. So I get yeah. a lot. Of, a lot of people might say, "Oh God, you always go out and you always get good conditions." I'm like, "Serious? Did you look at how gray it was? There was no light. The rocks and everything were just blech. everything just didn't look right." But at the end of the day, I'll yeah. make something from it. I'll, I'll polish that turd. And uh,
1: yeah, I I'm, mean, turd polishing is, um, you know my old college instructor Ted Lee always used to say you can't polish a turd no and no. you know ultimately he's he's right however you can put a bow tie on it <laughs> you can put some <laughs> lipstick on it and I've, I've done it in the past where I've I've shot something and thought that's just crap yeah but you shoot it anyway because you're there yeah. and then I don't know even three years later you might be just accidentally going through your files and you see something you see exactly. how did I miss that and you, it might even be that you just crop something out some some tiny little f- frame out of a yeah, much bigger yeah. image yeah uh, that, that you just didn't see while you were there at the time and so sometimes sometimes you can actually polish these turds or yeah. find gems diamonds in the rough let's call yes. it that yes yes <clears throat> I, I, I
0: love that I love that idea of of getting something from nothing you know, it, it, I kind of feed on that and I do get quite excited by it because um, it it it's not easy. It's not easy doing what we do, you know, even when you've got it all, like you say, you talk about Vancouver and it's a stunning place. It's still a trial and error. It's still art, isn't it? You're still reaching for something in your eye that you see that you think is quality or stands out to you that you get an emotion. Like you say, it resonates for
1: days. Well, you do get a bit more, I think as, as you develop, you get a bit more selective. So I definitely take my camera out of the bag far less now than I did 10 years ago. Cause I was a bit like you where it's like, Oh, everything's amazing. You know, know. just super excited. Yeah. Um, but, you know, over the years, you kind of get tired of wading oh, through files insane. that you'll never, ever develop, you know, and it's like, what yeah. am I doing? So yeah. now now I just kind of I, I try to, to keep it as high quality as I can. And you, you, you wouldn't know it because I try and post vlogs fairly often, but I have an entire hard drive full of vlogs that I've filmed that just never, you know, they're never going to see the light of day because the image was crap and I can't fake it. I can't, I can't pretend to my audience that I'm excited about this crap shot. You know, I I can't, I I just can't fake it. I can't, um, try and get you motivated and you inspired when I clearly am not, you know, I'm disappointed and I'm pissed off and, you know, I'm let down and, so the, like I said, there's a full hard drive, full of all of those crappy old vlogs that, I don't know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll kind it of cobble parts yeah. of them together and yeah, put them good. in this video where I'm talking about, you know, expectations versus reality. And it's sad because some of them, you know, even me and Adam, you know, we'd, we'd go off to some island somewhere, we'd film some hilarious skits, and yeah. there's a good story build up. Yeah, and then you go for this sunrise shoot. There's all this buildup, and it's absolute crap. Yeah, and and I know that people do enjoy uh, watching failures, but I don't enjoy editing it. No, you know? no, I have at to at put all. this crap together. Yeah. So if I'm just like, oh god, I've got to do this vlog where I didn't even get a shot, and all of the time I was talking about the shot, you can clearly see that I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. trying my best. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not gonna fake it, you know. And I, and yeah. I, I think people would be, I think I'd get called out if I was like, yeah. okay, look at this, look <laughs> at this shot. And I show you this pile of crap with a wonky horizon <laughs> and it's out of focus and it's noisy as shit. People yeah. are gonna look at that and and say you you're just faking. I'd There's sol- a standard. There has to be a standard. I
0: I have a standard myself where it's like it, like you say you can't you can't put things out like that. And no. I, have, I have seen quite a quite a bit of that. Uh, but but it's good for people to hear that you've failed on that monumental scale and that you've got oh. a hard drive filled with it because I think people don't realise as creators when we go out just how it happens. You know, like the Winter Hill. I went up when I don't need to know Winter Hill at all. It's, no. it's, it's not a great place. It's it's not great. It's just a telephone mast and a bit of a hill and some reservoirs all around it. And I was so excited thinking I'm going to get some in this yarrow forest. There's all these oak trees and it was dead bright. The sun was bursting through. Everything was shocking. And that, and that was a complete failure. And, uh, yeah. but I was still excited. But when I got home, the key point you said is I couldn't edit it. I couldn't put it together because I thought I'm just, I'm just, I can't do that. It's wrong. Yeah the quality was tragic
1: no and you and you i mean you want to inspire yeah your audience you know you want yeah. them to see this this thing that you do and for you to be genuine and for for i mean if if you want to inspire your audience you can't do that if you're you know just completely depressed about what it is that you're doing although i mean there's a certain amount of that that i, I guess you do have to show so that they they can also identify with those failures Resolve. But for me yeah. personally, you know, I have to enjoy what I do, otherwise I'm not going to do it anymore. So, yeah, yeah. I'll always uh, prefer to just go out and shoot a new one. You know, just go out and go yeah, somewhere else where I, where I did feel enthused and I did get a result. I'm I'm going to always put that first. So you'll you'll know when I start putting out videos of me failing. You'll you'll know it's because I'm stuck in the house and I, I can't get out and, and yeah. you know i can't go and refilm anything new so there you go I've you stopped. and brent looking through your camera bag <laughs> Yeah, so what's in my bag video what's
0: what's in brent's back bag yeah well <laughs> yeah. no no we, i don't think we'll be seeing that though will we you know seven ways to look through your rucksack i mean one day i will do i get i do get asked for you know what yeah, well, the, we want what's in my bag the video you're dead where you was where you are now the treadmill and last week a couple of weeks yeah. ago that was fantastic i think there was so much in that that you could take from it if you tuned in at any one point as well i think i think people could come in and out of that video i think that'll have legs and last a long time more people yeah oh what's gavin used there i'll go to 20 minutes in and i'll
1: I, he's got a towel over his head what's going on here? you know it's, <laughs>
0: <laughs> i, I thought that video get... was going
1: to be so easy to shoot i yeah. thought and edit, I thought, oh thank god I can I can rest for a few days. It ended up taking me longer to put that video together <laughs> than a proper vlog. It's ridiculous. Oh brilliant, brilliant. I enjoyed that. It was a
0: lot in it. Really was. I've umpteen questions here. Oh, I, I'm, what's just, next? I'm just gonna I'm looking down folks. I'm trying to be professional, it's Gavin. <clears> but I've got basically look at this. Oh, look at that. Where did they come from? Out my head. Oh, right. oh that's, that worries oh, it's me. It's dangerous, very dangerous. Yeah. Uh, how much time would you spend working on a composition? I think people, again, don't realise you've mentioned about the failures, but mm. how long do you spend? Say you, you're working an image, you're waiting for light, two days, four hours. Well,
1: you know, well, you, know you, could, you could kind of say uh, sometimes it might take you years because yeah. Yeah. you might go to a, a place... Let's say it's a static place that hardly ever changes, right? So that you, you know, every time you go back, the only thing that changes is how you, you compose your vision. So it might take you years before you refine things. And it could even be a particular lens that, that sees things in a certain way. You yeah. know, perhaps it's a lens that you put on that all of a sudden now it's one of those characteristically beautiful lenses when you shoot wide open and it's got a beautiful shallow depth of field. And now you see it differently. So now you compose your shot differently. So, you know, you may compose it in a way so that um, we all look for things like frames, don't we? Yes. But you may compose it now because of this one piece of gear, this lens, you might compose it so that it's framed and you blur out that frame completely. Right. Or because it has this beautiful bulky, you now completely change your, your position and find some flowers to put in front of it and you blur out the flowers. So, I mean, it's kind of a, a very difficult question to answer. How, how long do you spend on a composition? Yeah, but, but does, vlogging, does vlogging affect that though? <coughs> would, would does vlogging, vlogging affect what?
0: That time limit. So I can't remember the place you went to where you hiked quite far into the valley with the mountains, the big peak. Yeah, Tonquin. Tonquin, yes. Um, and that just seems so effortless. But to me, I was thinking, geez, that must have took him at least two or three hours because the light didn't come on the peaks and then
1: he was looking for the foreground. That composition is just one of those processes of evolution, I guess, where you get there, you look around. I first saw that composition within about 20 minutes of arriving and it was dark. So I couldn't fully see how I would work that. Then the next day I came back and I couldn't find it. I, I you know, it, it was because it was a weird area. It's like it's just this boggy marsh and it's chaos. It's chaos. It's just you can't really figure out where you were last night in the dark. It's not like I'm going to put sticks down. Yeah. But eventually I found it. You know, after working my way towards. Oh, that's it. That's that's it. So then I got the composition that day, but the light wasn't quite right. So I knew that the next day, exactly where that would be. So on that third attempt, you know, you're already at least a couple of hours of effort into it. Right. But once, once you find that, uh, that composition and you feel like there's a chance that you might get good light, it's such a wonderful feeling to know that, okay, I'm here. I'm early. I've got everything just how I want it. And now I just have to sit and wait for those clouds to light up and that that peak to ignite—that is—that is one of my favorite feelings. That it's like this yeah. complete relaxation. It's like ah, it's a massive sigh of relief, and then and then you kind of relax. You're almost bored because you're kind of killing time, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you see the sun just start to work its magic, and then your chest start—you know, your heart starts beating out your chest. Your adrenaline levels raise, yeah. and you're like, oh god. The, the problem for me is <laughs> I have to do all that, and then I have to film it right? So there's always a second camera. There's always more gear. You're always worried about batteries. You're always worried about lenses fogging up. There's so yeah. much to worry about when you're vlogging. But if if all you're doing is just <clears throat> taking the shot, yeah. it's a sublime moment that you can really take your time and enjoy, you know? Yeah. And um, I don't get the luxury of doing that very much where I just go out and shoot stills. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but when I do and, and if it if it works like that, it's just those are the best moments of oh, my mate. life. where it yeah. just all comes together. Yeah. And it's like, yes, expectations did, you know, meet reality in this instance, and that's what we live for. Yeah. Cracking
0: answer that. You'll have a lot of people moist after that one, I tell you. Oh, that's good. Right, uh, let's have a look here because I, I'm massively into my music as well. So I thought, I've got to ask you about music. And I get slated on the podcast, what we do with the lads. And I love Gong, Osric Tentacles, Porcupine Tree. No, you've gone blank. Oh, Oh, dear. No, don't know any of them. All right. I knew knew it was wrong to bring this up. Now I'm even more embarrassed. But there you go. What's your music of choice? What do you
1: chill out to? I, I... it's sad to say, right, that now, and I bet, I bet it's not just me, but I, I I pretty much consume most of my music on Spotify, which might be a bad thing because I, I heard recently that they yeah. don't really share their profits with their artists that much, which yeah. pisses me off. I, I think that needs to be dealt with. Yeah, But that's, you know, I've invested a couple of years into Spotify and that's where I listen to my music. And the sad thing is, a lot of the time, the way that the algorithm works is, you'll hear a song that you really love and you'll, yeah. you'll favorite that song. You'll add it to your liked songs and you never really know who it is or pay that much attention because a lot of the artists I listen to are really obscure. Yes. And, and so I might have, like if I look at my playlist right now, is there any artist in there that you might have even had a chance? See, of- I love obscure
0: music, like Modest Mouse or, oh God, let me think of a really obscure one. See, I like a lot of Frank Zappa. And...
1: Oh, yeah, you, you like the strange stuff, don't you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I love one of my favorite bands or artist groups of all time is London Grammar. Absolutely yes. brilliant. Yes. Uh, and then there's a female artist called Gabrielle Aplin. Oh, yeah. and yeah. But, I mean, there's, there's so much stuff in here. I, I, one of my favorite rock bands is called the Band Royale listen to oh. their song called the dreamer. Um, Ooh. but yeah, I mean, I've got everything I from know. living color to mute math, to yeah. Beck, to, yeah. uh, oh, oh, no Alice in chains. Uh, you know, yes. I, I like everything. I like, I like a mixture of for anything from proper heavy metal to just absolute chill out stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, as, as a musician, I don't, I, I, I don't want to get bored. I don't want to listen to just one type of genre. Yes. And so I too. mix it up. And that's why I like yeah. Spotify, because I get this this breadth of, of content. But yes. I do want to get get this thing addressed where if artists aren't getting paid, that's not on. No, and it's the same. I have Apple
0: Music and it's exactly the same with that. And I've a few thousand different songs on there as well that I've paid for before the Apple Music came along. So yeah. it is shocking. Like Guy Garvey of Elbow, he's making a big sound about it because they're getting peanuts for it. They're getting nothing.
1: I do like a bit of Elbow as well. Um, That thing that they did with the, was it the London Philharmonic? Yeah. It was was just sublime to to watch that. It was just one of the best things I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, it was wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. I went watching them at Jodrell Bank. Uh, oh yeah that was that was something else that was a bit special as well yeah yeah I think photography and music in in terms of the arts they very much aligned for me sometimes I'll go out with my headphones on on the 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 hike or the walk or and I'll have my tunes to get me thinking and seeing and it will put me in a mood or emotion whether it be chill out or it's pearl jam or
1: I can't do that because I might get I might get eaten by a bear if you've got to. Oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> you've got to keep your wits about you. You know, that's ugh, the thought well, of yeah. putting headphones on in the forest and
0: no, It wouldn't be birds for me. it'd Be scallies, but I've got my yeah. tripod. I think yeah, I yeah. could manage a scally, but possibly not a bear. No. Yeah, no,
1: yeah, yeah. Probably in more in more da- danger from scallies than yeah. uh, than I am from bears. Touch wood. Like, like now that I've said that. That's, last famous last words yeah
0: yeah we'll we'll skirt past that one we'll scoot yeah. past that one uh right so we, we we're avoiding the the main thing here and this is a lot of questions that i've got for you is like give us an inside scoop on the book even if it's just a little tantalizing taste of maybe the first couple of pages and your dialogue are you got are you putting a forward in a or, or what what's your opening image well
1: the book is done, right? The only yeah. thing that needs to go on is the forward by Adam Gibbs. I've asked Adam to to write the forward. I'm still waiting for it, Adam. So <laughs> if anyone's like upset about their book being late, just blame Adam Gibbs. It's well, do all... you want me to tell
0: you a little secret? Yeah. I'm speaking to Adam next week.
1: You should give him some grief. So I'll uh, give him some shizzle. It, well, yeah. if he hasn't, put it this way, if he hasn't done it by next week, I'll I'll, I'll be doing one without a forward because I've yeah. got to get these books out. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's going brilliant. It's finished. So now I just need the forward from Adam. And then the process is sending the design over to the, to the print company and they'll send me the proofs. And then I'm sure that there's some things I'll have to fix, you know, whether it's little contrast adjustments or color tones, then I'll fix those, send those back, get a second set of proofs. And I'm hoping fingers crossed that on the second set of proofs, everything's good to go. And then if it is, then we just wait for the print run. They yeah. then ship it out to Vancouver Island. And then I get busy with my pen signing oh, all of these signed. pre-orders. Oh, wow. Um, but I mean the book it, what I wanted to do is I, I I felt like if I if I didn't put some of my personality and and my stories and, and keep it real, I figured that people would feel a bit let down. So the stories kind of take the form of what happened that day you know what I actually went through as well as talking about you know the actual shot and the composition and the conditions and and I've tried to well well, I'm not going to fake it but anything that was humorous that and funny that happened that day that goes in there no matter how uh, appalling it is and then of course (laughs) underneath every image um, I really wanted to put some some information about um, any anything that I did that was a little bit technical or unusual or that I, anything that i thought people might be curious about uh, you know i've been fully transparent and and said this is how i did it you know and there's a paragraph in there that explains how it was done i mean some images don't really even need that they're just dead simple but yeah um, even then i've put something in there so i feel like it's got that perfect balance between sort of technical information that i think people will get some use out of and then that sort of inspirational element where people will think, yeah, I want to go and do that too. I, you know, I understand exactly how that feels. Yeah. And then also, you know, there's plenty of chuckles to yeah. be had in Lens, there as cloths well. and yeah. Yeah. That, that kind of thing. Yeah. There's, there's I, been a few. Other thoughts. So. There's been a few moments. <laughs> yeah. So I mean that's that's all I can tell you. Like I'm not yeah, gonna I'm not yeah. gonna give you like a little excerpt because I've you've got to save something for for when I finally get it all together and it's ready to ship, and then I, I'm gonna put together like a like a preview video and actually show people. Then maybe I'll do like a little reading, you know. That would be and, good. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. With a little teddy bear, a nice lit leather armchair.
1: Well, I'll be with the cat, right? I'll have my cat there. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, and I'll have a Cletus. There on one have you, thought, have you it,
0: got rid of Cletus or what?
1: Cletus, do you know he hasn't left? He hasn't left the camper in a long time. We, you know, we try and get him to come out. He refuses. It's like, no, I'm going to sit here in the camper in the cold. Weird. It's a strange dog, is Cletus. Uh, quite frankly, I, I feel like you know he might be better off with a, a different owner, someone who's a bit more suited to uh, his temperament. You know, Clarence. Well, Brent was it. very interested. He in, was, wasn't in in, it? Uh, but Brent but had that he, look in his eyes. He did, but, but yeah. I mean, it's, I think Clarence is probably, it's probably the guy, right? Clarence. I can see Clarence in his red jacket. You know, taking him for a walk. That's something I could definitely see. I
0: I was cringing watching that. I was watching that and going, "Is there any of me in this?" I was actually <laughs> going, "Oh Jesus, do I do that?" Oh no. And uh, years ago, when I used to play golf, we always had this guy called Clarence Clatterbucket. No, that was go. not his name. It Well, kind of. I kind of invented that. Right. And, okay. but he used to come with us and I'd be like, here's Clarence. I oh, right. Think his I name see. was Clarence, but he, he, he was the best golfer there's ever been. Oh, of course. And he'd drive it straight into, you know, off the, and he'd be like, oh, I'll just get that. And he'd be like walking all you know fast and throwing kicking his ball out and you know so he, he got Clarence bucket and then when I, your video I thought oh Clarence this should be good and then I'm thinking hold on let's let's be honest here there's a bit of me in there
1: <laughs> I think that's why I got so many thumbs down on that video oh he didn't get one off me it was hilarious it was that video fun. um so so Clarence obviously is is everything I hate about photography and landscape photography but not necessarily hate. Some, some of the things that I just, you know, see on a regular basis that kind of make me chuckle, yeah. they end up in Clarence. You I'm know. a fine artist, you know. Well, it's, it's, you know, I had somebody comment on on there saying, is this a dig at Gary Goff? I said, no. Why, why would you say that? Well, there's just, just, you know, just some, some references there. I think you might be talking about Gary. I was like, absolutely no, I'm not I talking about Gary. I think that's the
0: beauty of it, though. If you're honest with yourself and you look at it, even there's a bit of you in there, there's a bit of everyone Exactly. There, and exactly. And that, that.
1: That's the thing. It's like, it's a lighthearted poke. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of Adam in, in, in you know, I'm <laughs> taking a piss out of Adam and myself and Tom. Yeah. Just as much as I'm taking my piss out of, you know, the snobbery that surrounds yes landscape yes. photography and that that's what i really wanted to to take the piss at is just the pretentious yes. snobbery that you typically get in certain um groups of landscape photography typically from people that couldn't take a good shot to save their life yeah and you know i i feel that they deserve to be poked fun of and if if you can't handle that then uh, i guess i guess that's why i got your films down yeah. um yeah but you know it's just a silly character. It's just a chuckle, yeah. you know, d- just have a laugh and move on to the next video. Is he coming back? Uh, I, I don't think he'll be coming back for a full episode because <laughs> I think $22 is just not enough no. for me to get paid for, to, for that kind of abuse. But I, I was kind of, it did warm my heart a little bit to see how much people hated him. Yeah, you have know, you ever
0: heard of Nev Cartilage?
1: Yeah, I've heard of oh, Nev. Yeah,
0: uh, good, good. I'm glad you have. He's awesome. But Nev does skits a little bit as well. Yeah, I've seen and, him. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think you could have many characters. It, it would be good to see you and Nev actually. I'm hoping I can get Nev on this. It would be great if he'd come on this because he's, ah, he's such a top fella, and he skits as well. And his sense of humor, I think, is very similar to yourself.
1: I did. I did see the one where he was. Uh... He was caught out by a couple walking past him on the riverside <laughs> doing something these. that. Yeah, exactly. I liked that. I mean, that's you know, that's. I, I like to think my humour is a bit more nuanced. Yeah, yeah. But maybe not. No. <laughs> maybe people think no, that's exactly what you would do, Gavin. But um, <clears throat> yeah, if if we ever met, this is the thing. It's like whenever I meet people, if I'm out vlogging, it's it's a natural progression to say, okay, right, here's what we do. Yeah, and you just film something silly yeah. so when when I went out with Bri Barnum with Adam um, we got to this spot and I was like right okay I've got this idea here's what we do you get down there we'll be up here and we filmed this this skit that was just you know and that's how they're all filmed it's just it's spur, spur of the moment yeah there are the occasional ones which are scripted but most of the time it's improv and we just laughed you know <laughs> so it took a long time to get that 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 clip done because we were laughing, and me and Adam hadn't, hadn't filmed together in months. Yeah. So um, that just that's just what happens is what, whenever I get together with people, if they have a sense of humor, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah,
1: then I I immediately want to just right, let's do this, and you know, yeah, and or they might even have an idea. You know, they might say, Gavin, I'd love it if you did this, and yeah. that'll get me thinking, and then we'll we'll conjure something up. And right, okay, let's do it, and then you just hit record, and. Yeah the way that it happens is you hit record you improvise and then you know obviously I give people direction because it's my it's going to be my thing in the end that goes out and so I, I know how I edit things I know I know how I'll edit it so you know as people say their lines I might say oh it'd be funnier if you said this And then they might say, yeah, but it'd be funny if you said this and and I'll do that, you know, so I'll take direction from them. They'll take direction from me. And together we just kind of organically form this moment of absolute nonsense that I I can see exactly how it's all going to get put together at the time that I'm filming it. It's all going on in there. And I know how this is going to work in the end where I will put the awkward elongated pauses and Weirdly, people trust me to get it right. You know, like I remember the first time I was shooting with Michael Shane Bloom, like he was definitely reticent about this whole thing. He's like he phoned me up. And he says, Dude, I don't know if I can do comedy. And I, you know, I don't I don't want people to think I'm trying to replace Adam as your like your sidekick dude. And he was all worried about it. And I, I just said, Look, just we'll try it. And if it doesn't feel right, and if you don't like it, then we'll bin it. But I said, I'm pretty sure, you know, you're comfortable in front of a camera. I'm pretty sure you'll be able to figure it out. And we just keep going. We just hit record and we try it. And if it doesn't work, we keep working. And eventually it works. And then it took us a while, but I think eventually Michael and I got to this place where uh, he played the the best straight man. Straight. Yeah. Yes. And he like, he he could do that, that deadpan (laughs) face. And just keep it going for way longer than I can. I, like I can do deadpan face, but I can't keep it going for Not very for long. long. <laughs> and, and Michael's just like he's got that. You know, he's yeah. got that skill. Yeah. And <laughs> the longer he does it, the more I lose it. You know, I yeah. can't keep it together. So yeah, that that is the that is what happens. That is the phenomenon when you end up going out shooting with me. If you've got a sense of humor, if you haven't, that's fine too. You know. Yeah looking back though at those skits and you could see how we got
0: each each one you made you could see how michael got settled in to the marathon bar the snickers and the peanuts was hilarious and but each time you you know the smelly feet in the hotel room and, and <laughs> it just got better and better where you could tell he was really starting to get into it where we yeah. you sat at the bench outside um there was four of you i think the moab guys oh yeah and uh, yeah
1: he was he was on one then you could see it was it was flowing I yeah. that video the one where it, it's I was looking at my channel the other day and it, it you look through all these thumbnails and you see them and I thought oh that was one of my favorite videos of all time and it got very few views not that many people watched it compared to some others yeah and that was like what a waste I felt yeah. like because that was the funniest skit ever with with Michael and he yeah. we actually did some pretty good acting you, did. you know yeah. and uh I just feel like it needs to it needs to be brought back somehow because it needs to be seen by more people, yeah. and um, but yeah, he, he definitely got into the swing of things. Did, did Michael? And uh, I, I wish we could get together and do some more. You know, we we keep chatting every now and then and talked about doing something, but the yeah, board closed. We I know it's we, shocking. We, we can't. It? But I it's mean when the border opens and we can do stuff, I've got like a whole list of things and yeah. people that I want to meet up with. And yeah. it's going to be like this huge release, this huge yeah, um, breath of relief
0: and freedom. But, that was oh, me, one of my next questions after the book is what projects have you got lined up? I know it's difficult to answer that, but I can see you've got lots of things going on in your head that you yeah. you want to do and achieve.
1: Um, well, what I'd hope to do this year and you, and you never know because you know our our freedoms and liberties are changing on a daily basis yeah uh, so who knows if i'm going to be allowed to even leave the province but what i would love to do is get up to the yukon here in uh, in canada yeah. which is a very northern based province and it's um there's a place up there called tombstone territorial park and the pictures of it are just unbelievable. You know, it's very mountainous, really jagged, dramatic, yeah. scary-looking mountains, and it's it's wild, wild country. Lots of grizzly bears. It's it's kind of a scary place, and uh, so lots of big, big hikes would be involved. Yeah. So I'd like to do that. That's been on my list for years. And seeing as I can't travel internationally, it's one of the places in Canada I'm probably, touch wood, going to yeah. be allowed to visit. You can do it. So yeah. that's, that's my big trip. Hopefully. I don't know if that's going to be the spring or the summer. If it's the summer, I know there's going to be bugs like mosquitoes oh, will be yeah. unbearable. So I'd rather avoid that. So maybe it'll be early summer, yeah. uh, late spring. And then my other hope, what I would love to do is a cross Canada trip from coast to coast.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Because I've really not seen that much of the other side of Canada. Uh, So I'd really like to do that. And ideally we would do it during the fall so that there's beautiful fall colors all over Canada, you know? So again, depending on what the, you know, provincial health orders say that we're allowed to do in terms of travel, if that, if that turns into a reality, that could be fantastic because we would go in the camper, we would set off all the way from Vancouver Island, all the way to, you know, the coast, and on the other side of Canada and just see all of these amazing places mm-hmm. along the way and then drive back, back. <laughs> hit up all these different spots. So it, it could be absolutely legendary. You know, it might be like a, a six or an eight week journey. It could be huge. Wow. So I'm, I'm going to, if that does look like it's going to happen, I'm going to see if I can try and get some kind of sponsorship or, or something yeah. to, to spice things up, you know, maybe, maybe see if I can, contact some helicopter companies that can get you into locations that are difficult to access, you know? Um, so that, those are my hopes for this year that I've already kind of fleshed out in my mind, but it all kind of depends on the rules and regs as to whether I can do that.
0: Yeah. Well, putting the rules and regs to one side, I can smell, and I've even wrote this down here, revenge of F4, you're going to need a bigger trailer. I I can see it, it you know, part deuce, you're going to be doing it again. I can just tell Mm. you were all like, we'll never do that again. And it was just like what the wife said to me after the first kid.
1: And we've got (laughs) two. (laughs) Yeah, but how many years did it take you to forget how awful it was the first time? Mm. Well, for, for her, it weren't
0: very long. It was a couple of years. Yeah. So I think six months for you guys is
1: about right Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, I think not. Not one of us is yet ready to even. He's still so. He's still oh, so. God, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if we would do it. We actually did talk about doing some kind of uh, mockumentary of kind of where are they now type yeah, thing. That'd you know. Be great. Yeah. So we have a lot of ideas about what we would do with that. I'm not going to mention any of those just in case we do go ahead and do it. But yeah. I think it will be kind of funny because, you know maybe for a, like a one year anniversary of when we released it, maybe we should do something like that. Cause yeah, it's, definitely. it's, it's this time one year ago that Adam and I set off with Greg to meet up with Tom and Nick and began that whole ridiculous, awful road trip is yeah. the one year ago. And that's, you know, before, before we, we knew what was going on, you know, what was brewing and how the world was going to change. Yeah. You know, back then we were just, oh, yeah, Let's go.
0: Yeah, it's unbelievable, isn't it? At that point and what happened and just seeing it back, the the freedom and uh,
1: yeah, yeah. You 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 look back on stuff and you think, would I tell myself if I could go back and talk to my old self, would I burst the bubble and tell myself, you know what's coming? Yeah. I don't think I would. I would just let me
0: enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna get to an end here. We've been at it for an hour and ten minutes. Including the little refreshing break. Um, so oh, that's I, good
1: because that's so that that'll be like like four or five hundred dollars I'll be getting paid then. It, but probably biscuits. You said biscuits was okay. Well, Ga- Gary Goff said biscuits would be
0: all right. I can send you some biscuits, like uh, well, as long as it's a fridge full coconut ones as well. So they're a bit special. Yeah. Uh, but I've I've not finished. I've one more question, and, and not? I'm not I'm not sure. Well, actually I've got two more questions, but one's a bit of fun. The other one we're back serious again. From Adam, Greg, Nick, Tom. Did you acquire anything in terms of skills or ways of seeing that you hadn't thought of yourself and, and that you use today that you think, yeah, I remember that that Tom did or
1: hmm? Oh, that's a tricky question. <clears throat> um On that trip, no. No, I didn't. Um, but I've definitely acquired a little bit of that from Adam, I would say, over the years in the way that he, you know, his routine is you go to somewhere epic and he just leaves and goes somewhere that completely ignores the epic thing you went there for. <laughs> and he looks for something else. Yeah, And, and I, I think it's yeah. just his big ego, right? <laughs> He's got this huge ego and he just, he just doesn't want to have the same stuff as everybody else. So he's like, "Oh God, if they're doing that, I'll deliberately just go and do the opposite." That's what he does. The Canadian um,
0: Rockies. I love those series of ones where he went off and took the picture of the trees that were all like burnt. They look like matchsticks. And yeah,
1: was like, what I I hated f-? that picture actually. <laughs> I thought it was terrible. Uh, I hated it, and and me and Nick just laughed at both of them. What are you doing? You just you have to look at, you know, burnt matches. Rubbish. But what he did get was this beautiful picture of a, a you know, completely stripped down tree up yeah. at Abraham Lake way off in the distance with a telephoto that none of us even bothered to look like. I think I even said, where's he going? God, he's doing his old tricks, right? He's, he, he's off. We, we get there. We're all like searching for these ice bubbles. He's yeah. off. Yeah, he's gone. Man. I'm not doing what you guys are doing. I'm going to do something different. And, and he got the best shot of that whole trip. Really was fun. that weird old tree yeah. with no leaves on it, it's just yeah. sprawling out. That was a great shot. Yeah. So, uh, I would say that that's, that's what I've taken away from Adam. The other yeah. two were just beginners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nick, I hope Nick comes on
0: this as well. I, I, I've not asked him yet, but yeah, I'm, I'm going. Well, you Jack- might have
1: to pay him in a bit more than biscuits. biscuits. So I don't think he'll do it yeah. for biscuits. Yeah, wow. pay him in steak, he'll show up.
0: Oh yeah, I could do that. Wife's a chef as well. Oh, is she? So, yeah. What what what's her specialty? Oof. Well, that's between me and the wife. What kind of a show is this? <laughs> oh, she makes a mean shepherd's pie. I love a shepherd's pie. That's I do favorite. miss.
1: I, I do miss the bland English food. <laughs> I do, honestly. You oh. know things like shepherd's pie, cottage, yeah, cottage pie. pie. Yeah um toad in the hole yeah even yeah. just a sunday roast oh she makes I miss... a belter
0: makes a belting sunday roast
1: oh just stop it oh, i don't even eat meat anymore so i can't i can't even <laughs> moving on <laughs> 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 my
0: yeah. last question what's for tea probably a salad
1: Oh, yeah oh. it's probably You're looking another... better for it though i've got to say Seeing well we've i just was been and then Christmas. i got I just kind of let it all slide, you know, around about, about a week before Christmas it's been bad. Yeah. So uh, it's salads now and uh, you know, I do miss me wine. I haven't had wine for at least 4 hours. So <laughs> I, I do I do miss me <laughs> <my> wine. Um <laughs> yeah. but yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of salads. I I eat a lot of fish. I'm a Ooh. pescatarian, so I eat yeah. a lot of fish and there's oh. we have excellent salmon here in yeah. BC, so we eat a lot of fish. And I like a lot of Mediterranean food. I make a lot of curries. Yes, I like yes. Uh, yes. I've been I've been kind of obsessed about making my own curries these days. I think I've I think I've nailed it. Uh, but but tonight my lovely lady is going to make a bit of uh, falafel. She oh. can actually make her own falafel from scratch oh. Oh. with that lovely Greek roasted potato oh. and a bit of salad. Ooh, that's that's totally oh, that's absolutely magic! Oh yeah, can't oh, I'm go wrong for
0: that. I'm on my yeah. way that sounds good no
1: just, no we we're not allowed guests right now sorry oh, mali yeah of course of yeah. course
0: no problem well thank you very much gavin an absolute pleasure this
1: it really has it, it really has been your absolute pleasure uh i'm a bit <laughs> upset that it wasn't gary goff you know but we oh. we we turd polished in the end didn't we we made it we made it work even he, he does do that gary yeah yeah but you'll put a word in for me, though. I'll have you, a speak.
0: Yeah, I'll have a word with him when I finally get to see him. He's been going yeah. off with other people behind my back.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Adam does that a lot.
0: Last time I seen Gary was before it all happened. He was doing a big storm chase in the Wirral. Yeah,
1: <laughs> in the Wirral, in on the Wirral, in the Wirral, on the mm. Wirral. Yeah. No. You've got to watch yeah. your mates like that. Yeah. They'll just ditch you and go off with someone else. Adam does yeah. it all the time. Yeah. Right, we'll end it
0: there. Let's that, just, that got um, weird. It did get weird. So. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you really enjoyed that. And um, well, what more can I say? I did. <laughs> I just thought I'd end, thought I'd pop on. And just say thank you very much to everyone that's watched so far. Episodes 1 2. Because 3 is already in the can. And 4 and 5. And 6 is on the way. Lots more guests. Lots more interesting talk. From a variety of people. Some faces you might know. Some faces you might not. This isn't all about the big and famous. But you know. Let's see if we can get whoever. These people don't forget. Are people that. I love respect and watch and really enjoy their photography and I hope you do too so thank you very much for watching and thanks so much for sticking to the end and there's only one thing left to say and that's Sidney from let's create the photography show today.